2024 is here, and now is the time to start your plans for marketing domination in your area for your pest control company. Stick around because that's what we're going to talk about today. You own a pest control company, and marketing and advertising ain't what it used to be. Just so you know, software and millennials are not the answer. This is the Pest Control Marketing Domination Podcast. Our passion is to teach you online and digital marketing without all the techno babble. Oh, it still takes hard work, sales, and a sprinkle of tech, but we'll teach you how to do it in simple terms. Let's do this. Let's get on with the show. This is the Pest Control Marketing Domination Podcast, and this is your host, Casey Lewis. Well, welcome to 2024, everyone. And my name is Casey Lewis, your host here on the Pest Control Marketing Domination Podcast. Oops, let me get my let me get my chair fixed. I'm already having trouble. So my first episode of 2024. Did I say 23 already? But my first episode of 2024. We want to get started off with helping you think about the perfect plan and what we should do and what all the steps should be and what is all the stuff that needs to get done so that you can get off on the right foot and be able to measure your progress from right now, this month, beginning you know somewhere around the end of January, taking a look at what did we do in January, which for most of you will be not a lot. But then as we start moving forward with a straight line upwards through February, March, April, May, June, July, August, probably peaking around August, September, what are we getting accomplished? And do you know, and are you working that way? So we want to talk about that. I'll also, I think I'll just take this opportunity to go ahead and and advertise or commercialize my marketing workshop. This is something we're trying, us here on our end, are trying to get better at. And what that is, is being able to provide sort of workshop, webinar-style information to our um, fan base out there, to the people that we talk to, because it's growing, and it's getting more and more difficult to convey what we want to uh, what we want to teach, say you as a pest control owner, a manager, maybe a marketing director, something along those lines, it's it's getting to the point where I don't have enough time to spend on the phone um, each day talking to people, not because I don't want to, just because physically we've gotten to the point where those calls are coming in um, hot and heavy. There's also been some some things going on with the pest control software companies and one in particular where basically you've got to get your own website and get yourself set up by March or sign a contract with their new marketing company. And if you don't, they're going to unplug your, your website and all kinds of nice things like that. But that's also created kind of a stir. But anyway, on Tuesday... The 16th of this month, January 2024, at 11 o'clock in the morning, Pacific Standard Time, so that's 11 a.m. Pacific, we are going to do sort of a full-on marketing workshop. We'll have some downloadable um, spreadsheets that we've created that will really help you, I think, if nothing else... Just get a big picture in your head and be realistic to yourself on what it is you want to do. In today's episode, I'm going to take the opportunity to talk my way through some of that again. I did it on a podcast, my last podcast episode. I was a little disappointed in myself because when I listened to it, it was, again, it's the reason we need to do these webinars where we can have... um, visual images, but it was hard to understand. And I don't want things to be hard to understand because most of what it takes to dominate online marketing for pest control 
It isn't really hard. It does cre- it does um, um, necessitate some technical skill, but those are things that you can hire out um, rather inexpensively. You can partner up with a company like us to do those things for you, which, you know, again, a lot of what we do, that's what we hope, is at some point you just call us up and say, okay, we give, you do it. But we don't want it to be complicated. It really, what it is, it's a lot of work that needs to be organized and then systematically executed each and every week, each and every month, throughout the season, all year long. And that includes when maybe you're having an off month, maybe you're so busy you can't see straight. You can't just do these things a little here and a little there whenever you have time, wherever you feel like it, and then hope for the best for results and then expect that you can um, pick and choose where you want your company to be, say, as we start 2025. But let's talk a little bit about that. And let me Um, once again, let me invite you to our workshop on January 16th. And you can simply, if you say, yeah, well, where do I go? What do I do? Send me an email. And my email is Casey, which is C-A-S-E-Y at Rhino, R-H-I-N-O, pros, P-R-O-S dot com. And just say, hey, I, want, I would like to find more information about that webinar. I'd like to maybe attend it. We will likely um, record it. So anybody that didn't get to go, that wanted to go, will follow up with a, um, a recorded uh, a recording of that, of that particular workshop. So you can take a look at it at your leisure or share it with your team or whatever you want to do. But before we... Before we can really do anything, and I'll give you some heads up here about what I want to talk about today. So in pest control and pest control growth, particularly online, but not exclusively online, there are a lot of good offline things that you can do as well that we encourage you to do. Again, it all gets back to budget and cash flow. At some point in time, you have to prioritize, if I only have a limited budget, what do I spend it on? Because oftentimes the worst thing you can do is to take a small budget, divide it into a whole bunch of things, and you're spending that budget, but it's not getting any activity or any ROI on any one thing because it's not enough. So you have to prioritize and look at the things you're going to do first, second, and third. Each one of those needs to have a budget that's going to represent what is necessary in that particular thing that it's going to be able to create a return or a profit on whatever you're spending. And once again, I hope that makes sense. I know I say that a lot. I think it's an old sales training course I took probably when I was 25 years old or something, and that was always to get the person you're talking to to acknowledge what you're saying to make sure they do understand what you're talking about. And I realize on a podcast asking you if you can understand probably kind of dumb, but so I'll try to get that out of my vernacular, always asking you if you understand. I'll have to assume that you do, and then if you don't, please join me at the workshop, (laughs) and we will get into a little more, more detail on this, have some visuals, and have some links that I can give you so you can download a few things if you're really interested in it. But here is the essence of the workshop, and if you have this information somewhere, Before you even show up, just jot it down on a piece of paper. It'll help you a lot because we're going to revolve a lot in that workshop around a few things. And those few things, and what I would suggest again today, just in conversational, from a conversational point of view, the most important thing you have to decide. And don't be scared of it. Don't agonize over it. It is what it is, but it's, we have to pick a number of what it is that we want to sell this year. And so if that number, it could be a million dollars, it could be a hundred thousand dollars, it could be a half a million dollars. It really is not relevant what that number is other than for you. It's not 
a pie-in-the-sky dream. It's a realistic number that if you work hard, you can attain, you and your company and your team. But it also gives you something that you are working towards each week and each month. You're not just randomly going about your business, hoping for the best, and then at the end of the year, we see what happened. That can often be a recipe uh, for disaster, especially if you're in a market where, you know, every week there's a new pest control company starting up or there's a lot of competition, a lot of door knockers in the area, whatever, whatever. Those things are things you need to take into consideration when you're deciding what it is I want to grow to. And then also in growing, I know for most of you that one of the most difficult decisions that you have to make is as you decide we want to grow, what does that mean? Do I now have to go outfit a new truck, get it wrapped, get, you know, all of that? Do I have to hire a new tech? Do I have to, what is it that I'm going to have to do if I achieve those goals? If I'm um, lucky enough, smart enough, and, um, you know, if I'm willing to get after it enough, to go get that done, is it going to then create some other problems for me? Because now I've got to hire somebody. I got to get another truck. So these are things that you need to think about. And I would challenge you in terms of growth, pick a number that you really feel good about. And then let me tell you something about that number. That's tricky. So I'm going to just put up here in front of me, I'm filling out this form. I'm going to just put $100,000. And the reason for that, it's easy math. It's sort of just an easy round number. And the way that we work this is we back our way into determining from that number, how many leads do we need to get? And those leads are going to be based upon an average customer value. So in this particular case, if we wanted to get $100,000, that was our goal for the year we would need to sell about 8300 a little bit more than 8300 every single month and that would be based on our average annual value of one of our recurring clients of $550 and what that would mean is each month we would need to sell 15 and we know as as well as you do that you know maybe in January you're only going to sell 4 but in August, you might sell 24. So there, there's that number, even though it's divided by 12 in each month in equal pieces, we know that's not realistic in the way that the year goes. There's what we call it a camel hump, where it, it moves its way up from January, February, March, peaks out August, September, tapers down through the end of October and maybe into November, depending on where you are. And then as we get into December, January, February, usually... Those are going to be our lower um, bottom performing months. But in any event, we need to know this. You need to know how much money would I be happy with if I sold this year? And then what you need to look at when you're allocating budget and you're considering, you know, how is it that we're going to go get these? In this particular case, it's, what is it? You need to sell 15 a month, so what is that, 150, 180 new customers in this year to get to the 100,000. But then what we need to think about is this. So is that 100,000, is that all brand new money I want? And is it going to go on top of what I already have? So let's just say I had 100,000, but I only renewed 80%. So that means that's 80,000. So that's 180,000. When I combine the two, so my existing customers that are going to stay on the books, plus what my new goal is, and then that's where you're going to take and you're going to have to figure your budget. And that's where things get a little bit tricky because with your budget, you're needing monies to achieve your goal, but your goal's not yet on the books. And the reason I say this to you, I almost did it again. I was going to say, I hope you understand. And I hope you do. But the reason that I say this to you to think about is one of the most difficult things when we are beginning 
a relationship with a pest control company, especially one that's newer or one that's really small, that's not got a lot of revenue and um, doesn't have a specific plan. They've just been kind of going about it and doing okay. But they've you, you can do that for a year or two when you're brand new and all your friends and neighbors are telling everybody and you're all pumped up. But pretty soon then the reality of your business starts to creep in having to manage things, having to take care of payroll, having to take care of your paperwork, your chemicals, your trucks, your insurance, and blah, 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 blah. All of a sudden, being able to devote 100% of your time to going out and trying to get some new business moves its way to the back of the list. Things peak out, and that's about where you are. And then when, again, one of the things in the workshop we'll talk about is what we refer to as your pest control success pyramid. And that pyramid is broken into three tiers and the bottom tier being the biggest and most solid part of that pyramid is, is the foundation and that's your recurring business. And then the second tier would be your seasonal recurring, which may be things like if you have a mosquito plan, if you have a stinging insect plan, a rodent plan, other things where we're not, um, necessarily coming out and doing services routine like we do with our GPC, we can also add those things on as bundled options and create some very good different um, pest control plans that we can market and sell. And I really um, would suggest you do things like that. It makes things easier for everyone. You can then segment your list, your contact database list, and be able to try to move, side sell, upsell, promote people up to your most deluxe or platinum plan, which includes everything. Whether you, if you service scorpions or ants, or if you do, uh, you know, termite work, mosquitoes, whatever, you can bundle everything together into one, and then try to move people up to that in time. That especially those that become very satisfied with your service, like working with you, enjoy their technician. And you're working in a good market area where spending a few extra bucks to have all of that protection is not necessarily a big deal. So that is why when we talk in this workshop, you'll see me spend quite a bit of time trying to isolate and get you into a frame of mind of selling, selling what we want to sell people. And not don't worry about what everybody else is charging, what everybody else is doing. It's irrelevant. And I'm telling you this, I've been in sales all of my adult life. It's what you sell. When people call, and I work with our customers all the time helping the people that are answering the phones how to determine what kind of customer or lead that they're talking to, and then be able to draw out any objections they may have and then turn those objections into a question so we can sell them. We're not just there to say, okay, this is Acme Pest Control. What did you call to buy today? That doesn't work. And I'm sure that most of you maybe know that, but it's why we put call tracking in and why we listen to it because you'd be surprised when you listen and people are busy and they're answering phones. They don't try to sell. They're not really emphasizing the reasons why you need to have a good year-round pest control maintenance plan for the safety and security of your family, of your children, of your pets. They're just basically wondering why they're calling and what they want. And, you know, when we get into this cost shopper, oh, I want pest control for $32, we're not going to worry about that. Call somebody else. We don't sell pest control for 30 bucks. We can't. If we're going to have a good technician, a good truck, insurance, good product, everything, you can't do it for that. So if you want to find somebody that will do it for that, God bless you. Good luck to you. I, I don't know what they're going to be spraying on your yard. Anyway, so we want to figure out what our goal is for next year. How much money do we want to sell? How many customers is that going to mean? How many leads does it mean? And is it necessary to get those customers? And let me just give an example real quick here. And all I'm going to do, again, I'm going to speak to you from a spreadsheet I'm looking at, but I'm going to talk about the next most important thing 
to understanding what your goal and your object, objective is for attaining new revenue for next year and the kind of revenue you get, whether it's recurring or one shots or, or, or whatever it is. Okay. But then we have to talk about sales conversions. And this is where the rubber meets the road as far as I'm concerned with any marketing efforts, any marketing um, agency, any pest control company that wants to do marketing. It all revolves around the sales conversion rate. And what is the sales conversion rate? That means if I get you 10 leads and all leads count, Not just the good ones, all of them. Every opportunity, everybody that contacted you, anybody that maybe could have purchased pest control service is a lead. And you will and shall be graded and scored on your ability and skills to take that lead, whatever it is, and convince them how wonderful we are and sell them our pest control service. But let's... Let's take a look at this number. Why am I preaching about this? So I'm looking at this spreadsheet. And again, in the workshop, I would show this to you. But I'm using an average conversion rate of 40%, which is about where we want to be or better. 50 is good, 50%. 60% is great. And for those of you that want to convince me you do 90%, I would say to you the only lead you're counting are the ones that bought something. And you're just discounting all the rest and you're keeping those out of your numbers so your numbers look real good. And you're really not, um, you're not going to trick me into that. I had 4,000 sales reps at once. I've seen every trick every sales rep has out there trying to convince me they were selling more than they were. And to me, the bottom line comes down to dead presidents. I don't want to hear any stories. I don't want to talk about it. I want to know how much money you sold. And we can talk about all the rest of it at another time. Right now, what I'm looking for is I'm paying you to sit there. I'm paying a lot of money to get you leads. And when you get those leads, I expect you to convert them. Now, what I'm saying here is 40% would be a reasonable number that most people should be able to attain. Um, And if they don't, we may have to replace them with somebody that can. But if I were doing... Based on the numbers we talked about a moment ago, $100,000 is my goal, which means I need to sell a little over $8,300 a month with an average customer value of $550. And that turns into what I need to sell new customers sold each month is 15. And that 15 is based on a 40% conversion rate. And why is that so important? And I'll show you. So to get to that 15 sales and convert them from leads at 40 at a 40% pace, that means I would need about 38 leads. Okay? So 38 divided by 40% is going to get me about 15. Now, where the name of the game comes in in a marketing from a marketing standpoint is those leads are going to have a cost figure on them. And I'm going to use kind of an average number and let's take a look at what that really means. So I'm going to use an average number of $90 for a lead. And that's actually a pretty good number. It can go much higher if you're in a real big market. It can get as much as $140. So when I look at that, to get those 38 leads, I'm going to need to spend about $3,400 in order to attain that $8,300 in sales. And I want you to keep in your mind, because I'm very cognizant of it, and where most pest control companies, I think, fail, is If you sold those 15 customers, you're going to put $8,300 on the books. But realistically, let me get my calculator out here. Even with your, even with your, um, even with your initials and everything, you're probably only going to collect, let's just say it's 15. And let's just say on an average, I'm going to collect $75. 
So you're going to collect, let's just say, I'm pretending it's about $1,125, $1,125. We're taking credit for $8,300, but you spent $3,400. Now, why do I say all that? Because I'm telling you this for your own sanity. If you don't understand, that in order to get to that 100000 and in good order to sell those fifteen per month, and in order to book the $8,300 worth of revenue, you're going to be investing and you're going to be in the tank and on the come for a few months. And if you can't handle that, you need to not do this because you'll kill yourself. You'll, you'll really drive everyone nuts. You'll panic. Um, you'll, you know, you'll quit on your game plan. So what I'm, the reason I'm bringing all this forth for you to think about is don't get started if you're not committed to stay the course. So for example, we just looked at this and we said, okay, let's say it's 3,400, give or take here to get these leads, to make this happen. And I'd multiply that by 12. That's a $40,000 investment over the course of a year. Okay. And that's to get you to the point of selling $100,000 worth of new revenue, new customers. Now, all of this is all pretty on the, pretty much on the low end. Absolutely, you should be able to do that or more. But I, again, I'm just saying this to you because now the name of the game is to take this 100000 that we sold this year, that we spent the 40000 for, move it into next year and renew 90% of it, so get 90000 back, do all this over again, and then keep compounding that year in and year out as you move forward. That's what we're trying to accomplish. And what we really want to make sure of is that the biggest part of that is located in your bottom tier of your pest control sales success pyramid, and that's that would be your recurring revenue. Is you can go do all of this in one shots, but then think about that. Next year, you have zero and you start all over again. Recurring, generally speaking, if you are doing a good job, if your technician is Johnny on the spot, if our people answering the phones are doing a good job and the people gen, gen, genuinely like us and think highly of us as their pest control provider, then they're going to be with us for years to come. And again, if we use industry average, that's about three. So all of a sudden now that original $100,000 that we sold it's going to be worth maybe as much as 250000 assuming we lose some of it. And then we just keep moving that forward year after year after year. And this is how the successful pest control companies, after several years, get to the point to where, you know, they've got 40 technicians. They are really dominating in their local market. That's where you want to be. And it all starts right here. Okay, that, that was a lot. You know, I, that's almost 20 minutes talking about the necessity that there is to make sure that you have a goal and a plan. I'll throw a little football out at you. As you guys know, I love football. It's football season. It's actually Sunday. Um, one of my commitments for this year is to get this podcast done every week. I tried diligently last year to do it, and I didn't make it. I probably did 70% of what I wanted to do, which is still better than what I would have done if I had no goals, but this year I want to do better than that. I really want to get uh, the weekly podcast episode out. I want to make sure we get the monthly uh, interview in with with one of our clients and or other successful pest control companies in the country that can share experiences with you. If you're interested in that, let me know. We'll get you on. It'll be fun. Uh, it's, it, it's it's again, it's really not any particular big deal. It's just again, we're trying to share the love out there and put you in a position so that you can go achieve your goals, whatever those goals are. If those goals are to build yourself to a certain point sell it out, make a bunch of money and go retire, then 
my goodness, let's go do that. If it's to create a business that you can hand off to your children and grandchildren so they have good sustainable income and maybe it provides uh, you know, a little, a little cush to you in your, in your retirement, then let's go do that as well. Anyway, so let's set that aside now. Now you've got your goals, you've got your game plan. The football I was talking about that I really didn't throw out there was, let's see, this year, who's the best example? It Probably what I just saw last night, the Houston Texans, actually both of them, the Houston Texans along with the Colts, um, it was too bad someone had to lose that game because both of those teams have done a remarkable job with what they have to hang in there where they are and for the Texans to get on and into the playoffs. You talk about sticking to the game plan. You talk about hanging in there. You talk about working with your young, inexperienced rookies. Um, that is a great example of how you just hang. And you don't give up and you don't quit and you don't start crying and, you know, tears in your in your soup and all the rest of it. You just dig in and you go get it done and you don't change. You hang in there. And that is what I'm trying to get across to you in this first of the year start of the year podcast episode is let's go get this done. Let's make it happen this year. No excuses, no nothing. Let's be the last team standing at the end of the year when it's all done and set. Now, let me take a few more minutes. We've been on about 30 minutes. I like to generally get these done in about 40 minutes. The analytics say that's when everybody starts to lose their attention and go. But so now we have our goal. We have this. We're motivated. We're going to put a plan together. We're going to go for it. This is our year, and we're going to make it happen. And now we take a look at, okay, how do we do that? What do we do? And I'm going to wind this down by talking to you about two pathways to success. I've done a podcast episode on this before. It's a fairly simple um, thought process, but it also requires, again, a plan for each. You know, know what we're doing. So when we talk about two pathways to success, let's think of it this way. Let me give you an example, a real live living example. We have four customers right now, literally, this is January 7th, right now, that we've brought on and we have brought them on specifically because they um, were with another company And that company sold to yet another company and essentially sent them a notice that you have to sign a contract with the new company at an increased cost. And if you don't, we are then going to unplug your website and you have until March and good luck. Seriously, that's, that was the message. So when they came to us, we had to devise a plan. What are we going to do? What's first? What's second? What do we do? What have these guys been doing for you? And for the most part, they have been somewhat disappointed anyway because what what's happened is, and this is getting more and more typical, and I would caution you on this to think very hard about it, is that they're putting all of their marketing efforts on their platform, on their server, on their Google assets, etc., And then they just send them kind of a report at the end of the month. And it may or may not really be of a whole lot of value. So anyway, reason I bring that up is it the plans that we've had to create for these clients are exactly the way we would do it for most anybody that called us. And that is we're going to have our organic plan. And the organic plan means... It's not paid advertising. It's free Google indexing. And so when somebody does a local search in the local market, that one of our pages will show up, hopefully that's associated specifically with that that search query or those keywords, 
and they can then click through contact us via a form fill, a phone call, or a message of some sort. And that revolves around the hub of that is your website. And so for these clients, obviously, first and foremost for them was we've got to get a new website built. We've got to get it hosted on our own account, on their account, and in a hurry because we want to make sure we don't have them unplug our website and now we don't have a website. So again, the goal here by the end of February, get these websites built, get them optimized, get site pages in, flip the switch, turn them on. And everything that goes with that, everything that goes with that, which I'm going to, I'm going to walk through right now for you. This is organic. It's the long game. It's the sweat equity side of your plan. We refer to it here as our dominate pest control marketing system. And the only thing that really means is that we have for you taken and broken it down into 10 or 11 different categories with specific tasks in each that need to be being done all the time for a long time so that eventually in your marketplace, all the territories that you service, cities, towns, locations, all the services that you provide, everything that you do now comes up in a local search ahead of all of your competition. That's the long game. That's your sweat equity. No matter what you're doing, you should be working on this all the time. It never stops. Your website never stops. It's always under construction. It's always being managed and maintained. So one is your website. We call it a smart control pest website. That's just to make it sound cool. But the reality is what it means is we've done everything for you. That's optimizing it. That's submitting your site map. That's making sure that it operates on mobile better than it operates anywhere else because mobile now represents about 75% or more of all activity anyway. Number two is your SEO, and that's making sure that all of your basic on-page SEOs, things like page titles, uh, URLs, meta tags, H1 tags, alt tags, keywords, your content on the page, all those things are correct, appropriate, and done better than everybody else in your market. Three is to do your reviews and your reputation. We use BirdEye software. We put together, a, again, a strategy and a plan to make sure that what you're doing is growing five-star reviews every week. Very important element and especially when we move to the next one, which is Google Assets, that those reviews are directly impactful to your Maps listing for your Google Business Profile. But we'll set up your Google Analytics, your Google Search Console, your local service ads, your ads, a Looker Studio dashboard, all of these things, all of them in your name. Again, another thing you need to do, social media is more of a brand awareness thing to us. You can do some advertising. We'll show you how. Instagram, we've got LinkedIn, things now like Nextdoor. And, the, and the, excuse me. And then you got YouTube, which kind of is social media, kind of a directory. Number six would be emails and messaging. Text messaging now is at a point it's got to be part of your strategy and you're going to have to suck it up and spend some money on texting. Uh, we've waited a little bit because texting is extra cost. It's started to come down, uh, but it's worth it. Um, the you know the open rate, the response rates in relationship to comparing them to what email is nowadays, uh, it's the new email of our time. Um, NAP citations. NAP is an acronym, stands for name, address, phone number. Citations means we get a listing, we get a link back. And then we uh, use Bright Local to make sure that that's done throughout the internet so everything is there for that consistency, that domain authority, that is the things that we need for your website to rank, list, show up, and then be able to convert new opportunities. Content, blogging, and video, uh, you need to be doing this on a regular basis. It needs to be relevant. It needs to be based on topic clusters. For example, one topic cluster just might be mosquito work. If you do a lot of mosquito work, if you're in the South, uh, you could do uh, a lot of content 
around mosquitoes and, and all of the diseases that they spread and how dangerous they are and why you need to start preventing them in February and March and don't wait till July and blah, blah, blah. Do videos and blog content. We'll work with you and help you, but you need to obviously be a part of that. Paid advertising, I'm going to set that aside for a minute. That's a category that's the other pathway, which is the paid path. Sales process, I talked about that earlier just a little briefly. We will work with you to make sure that you know what you're doing when it comes to selling. I know you know more than me and more than most of our team about going out day-to-day and applying pest control product to clients' properties. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is knowing and understanding the difference between a competitive shopper, a dissatisfied consumer, a brand newcomer to the market, and understanding the different approaches and different things that you may take when you talk to those people, using a CRM to follow up, using an automated process to make sure we're getting as many touches on them as we can. If we don't sell them, we continue to work them forever until they opt out or tell us to take a hike or they die. We're going to stay after it because we know that by building a strong list of leads in a contact database and by continually communicating with them in a friendly way, non-solicitous, helpful, useful way, that that, in fact, will turn into business long term. And then tracking. Using Google Analytics, the new GA4, and many of the tools that are out there, it's to try to do this for you. And you want this. At some point, you're going to want to just take a few things and have them in front of you on a quarterly basis. And that is to understand how much money did I spend all told on all this marketing and all this stuff. And then how many leads did that generate? And why do you need to know that? Because that's what constitutes your cost per lead. And now when we get to the all-important conversion rate, the conversion rate divided by your cost per lead equals your sales acquisition cost, which is going to lead you exactly to knowing what your ROI is. Am I making any money in all this or not? Why is that important to a marketing agency? Because ultimately, if we can put that all in play for you, and then we can move the dials based on your budget up and down on what we're doing, at the end of the day, if you're seeing a strong, vibrant return on your investment or profit, at what point do you just say, I don't need to get into the nuts and bolts of everything you're doing because you're doing a good job? And that's ultimately where you want to get. Now, all of those things, absent the paid advertising component, just set that aside for a minute. All of those things have to be in your plan, have to be being handled every single month, All of them separately have a number of tasks that need to get done. And the reason we bring this up to you is because we know, as a marketing agency, what it takes to actually be able to do this effectively. For example, on any one of our accounts, we will have as many as a half a dozen people working on that account at one time, all with a different specialty, whether that's SEO, whether it's content writing, whether it's video editing, you know, whether it's um, creating posts, ads, and information for social media and Google business profile, uh, running a review campaign and making sure that these reviews are answered on a consistent basis and that we're reaching out and getting more reviews. So all of those things have to get done and they need to be prioritized. And what happens very quickly for most pest control operators, pest control owners, managers, or senior team members is that when we, when we actually get to the point um, 
of wanting to dominate and wanting to do all these things right, you realize that it's just it's it's nearly impossible for a pest control owner or even one employee working on this stuff to do it all and do it all on the level it needs to be performed. And then last, let's talk about the pathway to sales and advertising. I mean, really paid advertising. So these clients I was talking to you about that we're bringing on board, with all of them, one of the concerns is as we're adding in a number of pages and we're doing a lot of things, is how long is it going to take for all these pages to properly index, start showing up so we can count on organic or free leads coming in through the course of the season, which is going to be here in 90 days. And the website's really going to take almost that long to get finished. So the other pathway they can take, and we recommend it to them, we'll help them, we'll show them what to do, is to build a couple of landing pages. And a landing page is just a single page, and then you buy ads, advertising on Google Ads, for example. You could do some on Facebook, I imagine, as well. Facebook's not the same thing as Google. But let's say we do ads for rodents right now. Rodents are a, a big draw. And then we, when somebody clicks and clicks through and wants to get more information, we take them to a landing page. We make sure it's a vibrant landing page. It's got a call to action, a big phone number. It's got a place you can text message. It's got a video uh, showing how wonderful we are, all of these kinds of things. And everything's tracked to the point that we know how many people showed up on that landing page. And then we can track how many converted into a sale and give those clients an exact number on here's what you spent with the advertising part of the program. Here's how many leads that generated, how many people contacted us as a result of that. Here's the recorded calls of those conversations and copies of the transcripts of the messages, and here's what we sold. And again, we're back to the same thing, sales conversion number. If we do 40% or better, I promise that the owner will be happy. If we do 10 or 12%, he's going to be looking for somebody to blame, and he's going to be upset. So that is the way that we have worked with these clients to get them set up, to get them going, to be in play come March so that they can dump the company they have that put them in this bad position. They can get everything on their own account, in their own name, so forevermore they never have to go through this again. If they decide to fire us later, uh, it will have no impact on them whatsoever. So... There you have it, an invitation to come to our 2024 Pest Control Marketing Planning Workshop. And working a little more in-depth of all of the things I just spent the last you know, 45 minutes here talking to you about, but in detail, and why you should bring uh, a pad of paper and a pencil or a pen so you can write some of these things down that you really want to be able to achieve for yourself and your business and your team come 2024 so you can grow to the point you want to be at the end of the year as we roll into 2025 we can do this all over again and i invite you again if you if you need to contact me to get the link to get into that just send it to casey at rhinopros.com. We're also going to be building out our YouTube channel, our Facebook uh, channel, and our LinkedIn channel a little more, um, you know, a little more significantly this year in 2024 because in we every we, the name our corporate name is Rhino Digital Media Incorporated, and initially all of our stuff. So all of our social media accounts and things are in that name. We want to move everything to Rhino Pest Control Marketing. That includes our website right now. A portion of it is pest control marketing. We want it to be entirely pest control marketing. We're going all in. Um, We're not going to do anything else. We really literally don't do much else at this point. But we want to be able to work together with you 
pest control owners, we want to be able to help you. And as things are changing right now, and they're happening right in front of us, and everybody in the market that's now gone and merged in and made their bag, and they're working with software companies, it's leaving us in a unique spot. We're one of the few out there now that's just sort of a bread and butter, grassroots, local company, family-owned company with our own employees. We don't, again, we do not um, outsource things. We do them here. You can contact us. And we want to continue that and grow that. And we see some real opportunity here. So these workshops are going to happen on a more regular basis. I'm going to get better at them. Um, I'm hoping that the people that attend will give us good, solid feedback so we can do them better and better and better all the time. We can have topics that are the best for you, that as we move through 2024, we want to have interviews. So you're not just listening to me, but we're able to talk to some of our own clients and case studies so you can get an idea what that looks like. And then also just generally speaking to um, pest control companies throughout the United States that are doing a great job. You know, they've really um, um, absorbed and and taken to heart some of the kinds of things that we're talking about here and strategies, and they're actually doing it, making it happen, and making money. So with that, I'm going to get out of here, and I'm going to say to you, as I always do, God bless. This is Casey from Las Vegas. As always, this is to your success. You've been listening to the Pest Control Marketing Domination Podcast. If you own a pest control company anywhere in the country, by using our services, we will help you grow and prosper. Casey has 30 years in marketing and advertising under his belt. He managed and oversaw a sales force of 4,000 inside and outside sales reps tasked to work with every pest control owner in the USA. Thanks for listening to the show. Make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, find us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and YouTube at Rhino Digital Media. Let us take your digital marketing to the next level. See you next time on the Pest Control Marketing Domination Podcast.